Rebecca. Welcome to Call Me Old Fashioned, the podcast where we explore the best old-fashioned cocktail recipes while chatting about the culture of this drink and why we love it so much. Coming on this journey with me is my friend TJ. Hi everyone, I'm TJ, and I couldn't be more excited about going on this journey with you. I do love this cocktail a lot. Can't wait to dive into some of the history and the cool stories about it. Cheers, Cheers everyone! Let's get drinking. And talking. a couple of disclaimers before we get started. We are not professional bartenders, just enthusiasts with a fun idea. All our ideas are individual expressions and do not reflect the professional opinion of major spirit companies or professional cocktail makers. Please don't ask them. Stop asking the bartenders. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks. So in this episode, we will be joining a friend by the fire pit. I think last time we told you that this was going to be the smoked edition. So get ready for some smoke. I promise we're not blowing smoke up your... Never mind. We'll stop there. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So we're going to explore some smoky old fashions. Um, First, TJ will give us a little bit of insight into where this smoky drink came from. And then we're going to answer our listeners' question up front today because we're going to spend the rest of the evening chilling or warming Warming. by the fire. Although it is a rather warm day. It's cooled down very nicely. So we're going to go relax by the fire pit and sip some drinks tonight on this late summer evening. So TJ, do you want to talk to us a little bit about where this smoked method of cocktails comes from? Yeah, absolutely. So, smoke cocktails are a relatively newcomer to the world of cocktails. Oh, okay. My research took me back to the year of my graduation from high school, 2007. I feel old now. (laughs) Some of the popular movies from this year include There Will Be Blood. Never seen it. Spider-Man 3. I don't remember anything being smoked in Spider-Man 3. Nothing is being smoked. I'm just giving you a rundown. I'm placing you in time and or time and space. Oh, things that happened in 2007. Yeah, things that oh, happened oh, in 2007. Okay. I thought you were listing things that like had like popular like smoked. Okay, no, I gotcha, no, no, I gotcha. no, no, no. I'm I'm on the same page as you now. Yeah, Ratatouille, which I love. Ratatouille, awesome movie, and the Best Picture winner, No Country for Old Men. All right. So the practice of smoking cocktails goes back to 2007. When Eben Freeman, then working at Manhattan's Taylor, which is a bar in New York, infused cherry and alderwood into a house-made Coca-Cola syrup to create an updated Jack and Coke. Ooh, like a cherry Coke. Which is awesome because we are actually going to be using cherry wood chips today. Cherry wood chips, exactly. However, big however, the smoked practice quickly fell out of favor due to overuse. I kind of remember that a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I remember everything was smoked. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't of drinking age yet, but... Well, not even drinking stuff like entrees, um, snacks, all these things. Just all of a sudden, we're just like, oh, smoked almonds, smoked salmon, smoked this, smoked meat, smoked jerky. Yeah, what is that... Um... This was around that same time period. Was that molecular gastronomy? Yeah, where they were using they were using like smoked infused this onto everything. Yeah, well, and I remember like because we talked about before. I'm a huge fan of Master Chef. There Mm -hmm. was like all of a sudden this like push to like everything like in order to elevate their dish, they had to smoke it. Yes. It was really cool to watch, there was a, there, Yeah, it was. There was always a guy on Top Chef that would do that, too. Like, the first couple seasons of Top yes. Chef. Like, every single Everything dish he was had smoked. was, like, smoked. Yep. All right. So, 
basically people started ordering everything smoked without paying attention to the flavors mm-hmm. in the cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm un- like, I would like a it, raspberry. It could be. Fruit bomb smoked, please. Can I get a smoked cosmopolitan, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine a smoked margarita? That actually might be kind of good. I don't know. Because sometimes tequila gives off kind of like that like smoky taste. Eh, maybe. So, uh, The smoked cocktail quickly became a favorite of the bro crowd, where it was more about presentation and flair than crafting a tasty cocktail. Bro. Okay, can you explain the bro crowd? So the bro crowd, crowd of this time period would have been like spiked hair with backward facing visors. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Wait, upside down or right? <laughs> up, upside way, down or both, matter. or sometimes sideways too. Um, Lacoste shirts and khakis. <laughs> and everything was punctuated with bro. Bro, like when did bra come in? Bra, I bra. think bra was like an earlier. Bra. Was that before it? Thing like, cause yeah, I, I don't remember. I guess I just never walked around calling my friends bro. So see, I <laughs> I had a couple of friends that did that, and then I unfortunately kind of picked it up as a as a side habit. So <laughs> yeah, there bro. I had a couple of friends that would punctuate everything with bro, bro, bro. Right. So. Uh, now, smoked cocktails are more cerebral in nature with bartenders really thinking about the kind of effect they want with the smoke on a cocktail. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the people that ordered smoked cocktails are very sophisticated. <laughs> I mean, they could be too and stuff, but I think I think this goes more to show the evolution of this cocktail and right. how bartenders are really thinking about what they use. Yeah, and, like, what actually would be enhanced with smoke rather than just like um i'm sorry i made your drink by the barbecue yeah i want to smoke g and t like that doesn't sound good <laughs> that at all sound good. that doesn't sound good at all so i personally have never tried a smoke cocktail so i'm super anxious to give this a oh try. my gosh i've never tried one so <laughs> first time yep first okay. time all right well, awesome. I'm glad that that's going to be a new experience for you. Yeah, I'm very... It'll be like a new experience for two-thirds of us. <laughs> two-thirds of us, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. going to... So, because we're going to we're gonna be making like three... We're going to be making three okay, tonight. Yeah. I know, so buckle in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our listeners' question. Listener questions. Oh, do we have a little jingle for it now? Well, I, I, could, work on, I could work on something. <laughs> Some pun- something punchy. Yeah. All right, so our listener asks... Can you smoke your cocktails at home? And if so, how? Oh my gosh, what an appropriate question. Oh my gosh, it's almost like you picked this one out of the hat. I did. I handpicked this one because obviously this is our smoked edition. So, of course, we'd love to bring you our knowledge of what it's like to smoke at home. I mean, smoke your drinks at home. Smoke your drinks at home. (laughs) You can smoke your drinks as long as you do it very carefully. Yes, so you can um, smoke your drinks at home. There are uh, several different ways and processes you can do that it's a i mean it's a bit of a process and it kind of depends on how much you want to invest in it um, because you do have to buy some equipment Uh, there are several different kinds of like infusing equipment i don't know how to say that in the present tense infusing equipment is that right it sounds right to me infusing equipment yeah okay because i mean infusing is the act is is what you're doing so yeah so a little english lesson here yeah (laughs) infusing equipment um so you can buy some of those home kits to do that. Um, There are smoking guns, no pun intended. (laughs) Um, There are, they they come with glass domes so that usually you, you know, you buy the 
the kit. It probably comes with some chips, but you can order chips online and stuff. But yeah, I think the ones that I've seen, they usually start you off with like, here's your yeah, first here's your little starter. Yeah, kit, here's your you starter know. kit, and then you here's can buy cedar, the... apple, this, you know, exactly ash. And so then, so what it, it usually involves is, you know, like you with the with the blowtorch or the gun or whatever, it, it it burns the chips and then it kind of the smoke goes through a tube and into a glass dome. Yes. And so then whatever you're smoking is already in there and then it just kind of infuses with the uh, with the smoke. Now I've seen other methods too where they actually have ones that um, I actually watched it on a video not too long ago where it's a uh, a hat a hat that goes on it and there's the wood chips or the smoker inside of it and then you light that on fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the next one that I had on my oh, list. Oh, okay. was a smoking hat. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, that's totally fine. I'm um I think that one's really cool. It is really um, cool. So it I mean that one's obviously specifically for drinks. Yes. So you put it on the top of the drink and then you light those chips on fire and all the smoke just goes into the drink and you let it kind of infuse there for a couple of seconds and then and look at that. Um what the method that we'll be using tonight is a smoke box. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it's a stainless steel box, and you put the wood chips inside. You put it over a you can put it over a grill, so you can you can use it on a grill and smoke some meat or whatever. You yeah. can. Uh, we're going to be doing it on an open fire tonight. Um, you can also just smoke over an open fire. Yeah, that's a good option for people. You know, like if you don't have a you know like fire pit, like we're going to be utilizing mm-hmm. tonight. If you do have a barbecue, you could still do mm-hmm. this method. Yeah. Um, and so you put the chips in the box, you let it heat up, and then it starts smoking, and then you just tra- capture the smoke. Yep. Um, and so then the different ways that you incorporate smoke into your drink, um, what we've been kind of reading up on is there's a couple of different uh, ways. Two ways are called a rinse. So you can do a glass rinse, mm-hmm. which will have sort of the more mild smoke uh, flavor to it. So you'll you rinse the glass with the smoke. Um, then you can do. Oh, go ahead. When you say rinse the glass, are you yeah. just are you talking about like holding like a piece of like smoldering like wood chip and then kind of like? <laughs> no, I wouldn't it... do that. That okay. might you might hurt yourself. But normally, no, you put the glass over the smoke, and so then it captures oh, the smoke. Okay. You're gonna hold it there. Um, most things that I read said um, no more than thirty seconds. They said okay. most of that the smoke flavor, like the smoke from the chips that you want, mm-hmm. the flavor from the chips that you want, is going to be within the first ten seconds. Okay. But then that just letting it kind of rinse will just sort of get it all up in that it, glass. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll leave no corner of the glass unturned. Yes, and so but if you oh you don't want to overdo it. So yeah. especially if you're doing a drink, you don't you know you don't you're not burning the drink. You're just letting it really like it said like rinse the glass with it you know it's kind of like um what is that like that martini where you like you rinse the glass with vermouth but then yes then you just add the gin yeah then you just add the gin it's almost like that you're just doing it with smoke they do that with absinthe too they do an absinthe rinse Rinse. yeah Yeah. so or sometimes you can get an atomizer which is cool too and you could could just (laughs) spritz it in there well we can't spritz smoke so (laughs) we could try yeah so the other thing that you can do is you can rinse the drink. So at that point, you probably need you need a dome for that. Yep. So you would make the cocktail, and then you're going to fill the dome with smoke, and you're going to let it just rinse over all the elements of the drink. And then, voila, there you go. Yeah, the glass, and the cocktail, the ice, everything. Everything. And then the last part is you can smoke elements of the drink. And so I think tonight, if all goes well, I think we're actually going to be able to try all three methods. Cool. So we're going to try smoking the glass, or rinsing the glass. Rinsing the glass. Rinsing the drink, and then smoking the elements. Very cool. 
So that's like what earth, we... air, fire, water, like those kind of elements. Sure, yeah. <laughs> no, the elements of the drink, like oh. like the the cherries or the orange peel. If your drink has um, uh, garnishes, okay. you can smoke those elements and then put them in the drink, and so it'll just kind of add that smokiness to it. Kind of like the gentleman we spoke about earlier, where he did the smoke infused cherries for his yes. cherry cola simple syrup. Yes, exactly, okay. just like that. Very cool. So that's what we're gonna try and do tonight. Try. Try? Try. I mean, so, I mean, another disclaimer for all of you. This is actually really our first time doing this. So yeah. we're we're not, like I said, we're not professionals. Nope, not at all. <laughs> and we're really just kind of giving this a try and we'll let you know how it goes. I mean, you're going to be there along with us. So, I mean, if it, yeah. if it turns out really well, I mean, this this could be a really, like, more expensive process to how we start drinking our, <laughs> know, our right? old fashioned. Would you like some old I'll go start the fire. I'll go start the fire. Okay. <laughs> no, if this, if this ends up turning out well and stuff, I might have to invest in one of those smoking hats. I know. I think they're really cool. So, yeah. you guys should check them out. Check it out online. Just check out home smoking methods. And, I mean, when I looked it up, there were, there were quite a few little things. Mm-hmm. So, at this time, now that we've kind of got all the business out of the way, yes. <laughs> what we're going to go do is we're going to go we're going to go make our first round and then we're going to get our guest and we're going to sit by the fire and we're going to start talking basically. Mm-hmm. And just so you guys know, we're going to be moving into a new mode of of podcasting where we'll be outside there yep. will be ambient sounds of crackling fires and moving chairs and probably some ducks and chickens because we're outside yeah birds country yeah birds chirping we're also not totally in the country so you might hear some you know emergency vehicles yeah <laughs> so it's like it's just but this is going to be a cool we're going to be doing like podcasts al fresco yes we'll be outside in the nice beautiful which is my favorite yeah, it will be will be nice in the nice, uh, beautiful outside summer September night. evening. Yeah, September evening. It's, it's starting cooling down to a nice, balmy 90, 90 degrees now. <laughs> but we're in the shade, so it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's like so. Again, if you hear some ambient noise, it's okay. Yep, we're hearing it too. <laughs> It'll be like you're sitting right here with us, exactly. enjoying the cocktail along with us. We just want you to be right in the moment yeah. with us. So this, I guess, you could kind of say we did this podcast kind of like a mullet we got the business out front now we're gonna go party party in in the the back back. (laughs) yep all right let's get it done all right well here we go we each have a smoked old-fashioned i think it was a pretty 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 successful with the smoke in the glass yeah, it was really cool. It was a wow moment. It was a wow moment. I was surprised at how much the smoke clung to the glass like you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. All right, so with us is my friend, Matt. Hello. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so uh, Matt has been a friend, family friend of mine for, a, a, well, a really long time. Uh, we're actually currently sitting in his backyard. Um, it's very lovely back here. It's a lovely backyard. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, sitting by the fire pit. So a uh, little, little bit about Matt. He's a entrepreneur of many sorts, I'm I would confused. say. <laughs> I'm very confused. Very confused. <laughs> he's a father of four amazing children who call me auntie. Uh, he's, a, he's definitely a craftsman. He's recently taken up making paddle boards. Yeah, all wooden paddle boards. All wooden paddle boards. Yeah, and they yeah. are beautiful. I got a sneak peek at one yeah. earlier, and it is amazing. It, it is beautiful. 
they're pretty, they're yeah. pretty awesome. He made this pergola that we're sitting next to over here. Very that nice. Was pretty, it was a really big. And I, I awesome. put that bench together. Actually, you didn't. I did. <laughs> Becca put that bench together. <laughs> That, that's like the limit. Sorry, of, I'm gonna take that that's one. That's the limit of like my woodworking skills is like putting IKEA furniture. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit like that. Yeah. So Matt is a talented musician and an artist, I, and he has the, an incredible ability of turning anything into a business. I have been known to try. To try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of of those that I've tried, I don't know how many of them have been have been all that successful but i think it's maybe just one of your hobbies i think one of your hobbies, hobbies is literally is just figuring out yeah how can i turn this into a business yep. whether or not it actually becomes one or not the how to monetize anything how to monetize that's a tremendous anything. skill yeah it's a tremendous skill and it's like because you you have the for the the foresight and everything it's like how can i you know make this profitable or how right. can i like turn this into something something that i enjoy right so that way like that saying goes yeah. If you're enjoying what you do, you're not really you're not working. Really working. Yeah. So. Back, like, to the smoke. Yeah, deal. so let's go back to yeah. the smoke. Did you already talk about the smoke box? We have talked about the smoke box. Yep. Yes. I was actually. What did you think about it? I was really surprised at when you put the, the glass right on top of the box. Uh-huh. How it just. You it know. Filled up. Filled it up. It was impressive. It was it was cool to see. It, was, it really was. It was like watching a magic trick. Right? Yes. <laughs> that was really cool. I didn't know you could capture smoke, did no. you? No. And then, it, you know, it's been, what, 10, 15 minutes since you did that? Sure. And I'm still smelling it. Yeah. yeah. You can glass. still smell it on the glass. So, first thoughts. What, what, what are we getting from the smoke in our glasses? I can definitely smell the cherry from the cherry wood. Emphysema? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay. I think what I'm getting more than anything in the smoke factor is really just like the and it almost really just feels like the ambiance of it so yeah just the, just the smoke in the glass it's not like a huge like infusion of the smoke flavor it's more like you just kind of feel the smoke yeah when you go to take a drink you feel it hmm. or smell it i don't know yeah you definitely smell it and stuff i can taste I it, it yeah. i can taste it a little bit too mm-hmm. well i mean if you're going with like taste is 50 percent smell true if you're smelling it yeah. you know it's it's getting into your taste yeah i know i need to slow down a little bit and stuff i've already noticed that mine's a little bit running low so <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> these glasses these glasses look you know they 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 look like they're getting low really fast <laughs> yeah because <laughs> no, yeah. i'm like holding mine and i'm like yeah. oh i guess not yeah we're about the same yeah. and just well, the- so everyone knows of the first round that we made was our make our just our baseline maker's mark our, yes what do we call it our call me old-fashioned Maker's Mark signature. Yeah, yeah our call me, it, it keeps adding a word every time <laughs> we every, every time we podcast. There's another word that gets added a ton. I believe it is our call me old fashioned signature recipe. There Rhinoceros. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Got to get that in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Old factory. Old factory. Old factory. Oh, yeah. like nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Since we got I'm smoke definitely, in that. Yeah. I'm definitely smelling the smoke factory. right off the top of the glass, though. You, you That's can. Fun. I really, yeah. I, I catch it a lot. And it's not just because I'm sitting right next to the fire. You are sitting right next yeah. to the fire. But to be fair, I mean, what is smoking right now off the fire is pistachio wood. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Pistachio wood. So it's not the cherry tips that we just infused. Right. So right. it should smell different. So TJ, do you want to ask uh, Matt a question? I do. So Matt. Yes. When did you first try your the old-fashioned and what were your thoughts? All right. The first old-fashioned was actually one that Becca made. Oh, really? That was your first old-fashioned? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. So that was what this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime this it was, last, it was March or April. We can call it a coping, probably a coping process or coping mechanism because it was 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and was so. It? Is I'm it pretty 2021? Sure it was 2020. No, it's no, 2020. Did I make it in 2020? Yeah. Because you've been ha- you've been making old fashions for a while. No, I, know we- I didn't start making them until I got back from Florida. So that would have been 2021. It's been a it while. It feels like it was 2020 because that year dragged on it's forever the holdover. and ever. Yeah, could be. Yeah, and right. the holdover. I like yeah. that. All right. It's the essence of 2020. The essence yeah. of 2020. <laughs> it's <laughs> the like infusion the of 2020 <laughs> infused into 2021. The smoke the 2020. Smoke <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you, you okay. made the first one that I uh-huh. ever tried. Okay. And so, and it was it was very good, I think. And and here's here's a little background with my, um, how do I put it? Like drinking, any, drinking you know, yeah. alcoholic, you know, kind of. Alcohol. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Let me uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll clarify that. Um, you're partaking in the libations? Yes. I was, what, 22, 23 before I tried any alcohol. Oh, wow. Um, and it was a beer, and, and my first uh, realization was, oh, wow, this is carbonated. <laughs> <laughs> it's got bubbles! <laughs> and um, so, you know, I've, I've led a pretty sheltered life prior to that. And so, um, at that point... Yeah, and I've never, I've never been a big, a big drinker. It, you know, it's something that I'll try every now and then. And so, when Becca made this, it's very different from the norm. So to answer your question, TJ, it's, it's probably, I wasn't expecting it to be so sweet. Mm-hmm. You must have gotten one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, 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 you know, the first one. The, oh, the first one you're the saying. First one. You weren't yeah. expecting it to be sweet. I wasn't okay, expecting yeah, it to that be, makes sense. To be so sweet. Um, because at that point I had tried a lot of different things like martinis and and beer a lot of beer yeah <laughs> of all varietals yes um, vodka you like a Moscow Mules I do like Moscow Mules Moscow Mules we've talked about yes, that before too where I'm like that to me that's a summertime yeah drink for sure but to, to me be, it's, to a winter it's a winter time <laughs> 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 to me it's a it's a it's a multi-season drink yeah, yeah. so whenever it's yeah. my, my version of gin and tonic yeah <laughs> i really like you know margaritas you know all, all of that that kind of fun stuff now that was 2020 margaritas 2020 margaritas. was like margaritaville yeah that's true like jimmy buffett was here <laughs> yeah holy yeah. cow <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> we are next to a fire pit and a pool. Yeah. So, yeah. Jimmy Buffett could have been here. Jimmy Buffett could have been here. With the amount of margaritas we were making. Oh yeah. God. Hawaiian shirts and all. Manifested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think I think it, it was just, you know, it was sweet. It was uh, mild, smooth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that. Yeah, so your experience, it sounds like a lot like me. I didn't start trying alcoholic drinks until I was about 21, 22 mm-hmm. um, as well. And it was kind of like started off with, with beer and then it kind of morphed slowly. I started selling alcohol at a really young age, so it didn't <laughs> so it didn't help either because they were like, nobody believed when I was trying to sell them on something. Yeah. They were like, you're not even old enough to know what this <laughs> so is. So it was like an organized crime thing? 
it a little bit was. You know, I had, I had my own car, um, you know, but if I got caught, like, out there selling in another person's territory, I was on my own. Yeah. You yeah. know, kind of a thing. So it was so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. It was dangerous. It was dangerous. You know, out there in the wild in the wild world. Don't of, listen to these guys. Yeah, the wild world of Atwater and uh, right. Denaire, you know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like stepping back in time a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Some of those places are a little dicey. Yeah. I was kind of like, like, kind of like your experience too, kind of like coming back to it. I didn't really start trying old fashions until it was, I think it was, when did we say it was 2019? Oh, no, it was, it was 2020 2020. because you were in, oh, Matilda. You were in Matilda. Yes. So that was the first time I had ever had one. Yeah. And it was kind of like, wow, why haven't I been trying these earlier? So I'm a veteran in this group? You are a veteran in this Yeah. You the are. Old fashioned I ever had was. You've infected all of us. Gosh, yep. I think yeah. it was probably back in like 2013 or 14. Yeah. Which seems like such a long time that's, ago. That's now. the first time you tried it. That's the first or? time I ever had one, yeah. and I loved it. It was shortly after I had gotten back from from England. I was actually on a date. We talked about this in our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> the date that I don't I don't remember my date, but I remember the drink. <laughs> because it was so good. <laughs> the drink was so good. So the drink was memorable, but the date was not. Obviously, uh-huh. it did not, you know, pan uh-huh. out. But, but I got a great drink out of it. <laughs> and where was that? So that was at Eureka Burger in Fresno. Which is a which to yeah. this day is still a place that I recommend to people if they're they've never had an old fashioned yep. and they're like, Yeah, you know, like never had one, I, I say if you really like you just want to try like a really good one Mm -hmm. that's not like far out or outlandish or you know have to get reservations for right go to eureka burger yeah it's a great i mean it's a whiskey bar as opposed to my experience a few days ago which was when i was downtown oh what oh i I was trying i was trying to tell becca and she said whoa whoa, whoa. don't say anything save it for the pod save it yeah save it for the pod yeah old-fashioned that you got now now it's gonna be like built up like it's some special amazing story i'm excited now nope it's not you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> well, now, now our expectations me. are really low, so you can only okay, exceed good, our expectations. Good, good, good. So I, I won't name mm. the oh, location. Oh yeah, no, don't do that. We only yeah. name locations if we've had top-notch experiences there. That's so. right, right. Yes. Yeah. And, and I can name the location when we're not recording. There we go. We'll do yeah. that okay. off okay. mic. So um, this place, which shall remain nameless, uh, the Voldemort of bars. Yes. <laughs> it's a nice place, yeah. you know. Okay, and so I, my expectations for the old fashioned were pretty. Let's just say so moderately high. So what you're saying high. is, I set the standard. Yeah, pretty well, high. yeah. I don't know if I said. I don't know. I don't have the context of understanding okay. to be like, okay, you know, this is a really good one, and this is a so-so one. Well, now I, think, I do. Okay. Okay, and so first they brought it out, and you know, right now we've got these great glasses and a singular ice cube, right? Mm-hmm. Nice big block ice cube oh yeah he knows where this is going (laughs) okay yep so they come out and it's like crushed ice yeah in it it's like a you know and i'm not by no means am i a connoisseur or an expert or anything like that but even in my naivete (laughs) i knew that that was not right Uh, i did teach him well (laughs) yeah okay a little piece of me is dying right now yeah i can see it on your face yeah (laughs) a bit of sweat that might just be from <laughs> the fire, but... The, the 88 degrees. Yeah, it's 88 degrees and we're yeah, sitting we, next to a fire. Yeah, fire going, yeah. Um, so that was my first tip-off that was probably going to be a lackluster experience. Um, okay. Not to mention the price. 
Mm. And so, for what I paid for it, it just was even all the more disappointing. What yeah. bourbon was in it? Did they waste <sighs> good bourbon? I, I really don't think it was it was all that great. So what is one it? thing wild turkey. was a lot of places use yeah. wild turkey as their well. It, yeah, it's mm-hmm. very you know it might have been wild pigeon for all I knew. <laughs> so it was overly so sweet. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm sorry. And you know just kind of that first sip, I, I, it just made you pucker, and just kind of like, <laughs> you know, oh it's just. It I think I felt that over here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it, it was just there was not much. It was like that much. Oh. Right gosh. with all the crushed ice. Yeah. There's nothing in it. What is you know, that? So, and, and I, I'm not giving anything away. It was 12 bucks. Oh my goodness! And no. I'm thinking that's insane. Yeah, but like I'm. I know I'm inflation's sorry. going crazy yeah. right now. Is this but. ice like <laughs> triple filtered? Is this the ice? Is it really I mean, special I mean, or just, something? Yeah. Did I just pay 12 dollars for a glass of ice? Mm-hmm. I mean, and we just smoked this with wood chips, and we all know how like crazy expensive wood is right now. So this is like a 35 dollar cocktail. That's, that is true. That we're Shoot, drinking I right now. Sell this for 38 dollars. <laughs> Maybe I will get that muffle bar going. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to turn. He's trying to turn my my cocktail yeah. experience See, into into a business. He I doesn't start his own yet. He's like, I've got a business for you. I'm like, you know what? No. The way the way that things are going like right now, if you if you turn out a really good like quality product with not a lot of um items mm-hmm. on there but you do like the ones that oh, you, you do on there specialize yeah really really well yeah people will travel for that yep people it's will like 105 dollars worth of drinks right here <laughs> it is i won't tell it our is. listeners how much i spent on those wood chips then <laughs> <laughs> no that's the secret don't they're very special wood chips they're, yep, they're special very special wood, wood chips. chips we flew them in from the adirondacks yep. overnight dhl was here first thing this morning delivering them yep. so matt the conclusion on the drink that you had yeah what was it uh disappointing just yeah. disappointing just super disappointing okay so yeah. let me ask you a question then mm-hmm. you guys a question if you were me <laughs> at that moment and oh, they set it on the table would you have sent it back uh, it depends. If the way that especially you're if you're paying twelve bucks plus tax, yeah. Well, I think we've mentioned in a, in an episode before. A lot of times we'll call the drink. Yeah. So one of the ways to avoid a totally crappy drink, if you're not in control of how it's being made or you don't know how they're going to make it, is to call the spirit. So <laughs> I'm going to call forth the spirits. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, um, I don't so know when I you said that I had a picture of like a like an old school phone like I'm calling <laughs> I'm Jack Daniels <laughs> right now. Like. No, but I mean like I probably would have immediately I would have I would have asked for a maker's mark old fashioned, yeah. you know. So if I had ordered an old fashioned and it came that way, yeah. I probably would <laughs> I'm so sorry. What bourbon did you use? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Can you read? Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Depends on how many I, I'd already had? I, I probably, yeah, I probably would not have sent it back because I don't like confrontation. <laughs> so I, I probably would have just drank it and then mental checked that, like, I'm never ordering that again slash coming, slash coming here again. Yeah. So, because I don't like confrontation unless it's absolutely 100% necessary. necessary. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, knowing what I know now, because right. I'm not adverse to confrontation, um, averse. I now I almost want to go back and order it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I Just, think yeah, I mean like a note to our listeners. I mean, like 
like you're learning right now, like there are different ways that you can order a drink to maybe get a better quality. Yeah. You know. This area is kind of like yearning for a specialized like whiskey bar. There's nothing really like that. There's nothing really like that in this area. Like there are a lot of bars and there's a lot of restaurants, but to my knowledge, there's not one that specializes in just whiskey. Whiskey. There's a tequila bar in Turlock. Yes. Oh, I love that place. Memos. Yeah, memos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there, I don't, to my knowledge, I do not believe that there is a whiskey bar. It's Memos, the so. one that You've been is there. the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a restaurant. That, it's a that's one that I, I've had the guava rita yeah. at that just blew my mind. Oh my gosh. So many yeah. of them. I love their, their pomerita. They have, oh my gosh, they have a margarita version of a pina colada and it comes nice. in a pineapple. <laughs> You can get you can get a tequila old fashioned too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can just get yeah. It's just the it same. It probably tastes better with um, uh, what's it called, mezcal. Mezcal, yeah. Yeah. Smoky. Mm-hmm. So I understand that you've had some reservations about smoked drinks we have here. What were your initial thoughts when Becca said we're doing an entirely smoked edition mm-hmm. of Call Me Old Fashioned? Well, the first thing I said was, wait, okay, so you know, the scotch that I've had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone bought me a bottle of, of scotch, and it had a, a high peat content. Okay. And was just, I couldn't, I can't do the smoke, you know, deal. It, it was, it's just too much. Too much flavor. Too much, okay. <laughs> um, too much smoky flavor. So that was my first kind of thought. And so I asked, is it, is it going to be like a, a peaty, you know, okay. kind of thing? And so she said no, because it's not going to be in the liquid itself it's going to be more of an aromatic you know infusion yeah and so and that's what we saw you know obviously yeah. it yeah. was it was kind of on the outskirts right but very present yeah and not overpowering yeah and so i like that yeah so we mentioned earlier um there's a few different ways that you can incorporate smoke into a drink so there's the glass rinse which we just did yep and which you know is said to be the the most mild infusion of smoke then you can do the drink rinse which is the drink fully you know fully made and then and then and encapsulated with smoke right. you know so then the whole drink kind of mixes up with that smoke and then you can do the elements smoked so if you have garnishes like cherries or like our cherries or um orange peels you know then you can smoke those elements and then put them in the drink ah. so we're gonna try all three tonight just so you know okay. yeah <laughs> Um, so we that'd just that would be interesting. Yeah, so we can kind of see how how it turns out. So the the one that we just uh, tried was just the glass rinse. Glass rinse. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> see, and I have a theory about this too that I'm gonna we're gonna try when we get into our scotch episodes, because um, I know Becca and I have already kind of like talked about this where it's like, <sighs> do we want to make old fashioned <laughs> with single malt? We're having a really <laughs> hard time <laughs> thinking about mixing. Scotch, yeah, into a drink because to us, scotch is neat or on the rocks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it is its own drink. It right. doesn't need anything else, and to mix it with something else almost just feels like sacrilegious. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're both sort of like cringe. Maybe this is why we saved it for the. It <laughs> might last. be and stuff because it's just like one of those things. that's like we got to do it. We we're gotta gonna, do we're gonna it. have to we do it. We gotta do it. So, <laughs> did you have a scotch? The the one that was given to you. It, you said that it was high peat content. Yeah, yeah. See, I have a theory about this that if you make an old fashioned with that type of scotch, it will give off that smoky essence without having to infuse it with smoke. 
Ah, so it'd be very interesting to see if you liked that scotch made into an old fashioned. That is, that's true. Yeah. I, I've got it. Well, I drink for another day then. Yeah, <laughs> another day, yeah. Because we've already got three scheduled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so I have a question for you two. All right. For us? Yes, for the for the two gentlemen. For the two gentlemen, okay. Here with me, yes. I, I turn around and I'm, I'm looking behind me to see where the other, the yes, other gentlemen are. Yeah. 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 All right, so what is something that you were so sure was going to be terrible, whether it was like an experience or food or a movie, anything, but then ended up being, you ended up being pleasantly surprised by? Or on the other side of that coin, is there anything that you've experienced that you thought was going to be amazing, but then just kind of, you know, fell flat? Which I think Matt kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> told us that story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you mind if I kick us off? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I talk a lot about movies <laughs> on this podcast. So there was one that I was super excited for because I had loved the the Robert Rodriguez, like, Sin City <laughs> movies. When I heard that they were making the spirit, because I had read that one already, I was a I have a a mentor, a comic book mentor that passed along his knowledge of of graphic novels to me, and then he was like, "Here, you're you're ready for this one now." And then I would <laughs> I would like read it like like crazy, like two or three times, and then give it back. I'm like, "Okay, what's next?" Kind of a thing. So I had read that one, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing when they made it when they made it." We go to the movies. It was. I, I was like pulling my friends in. I'm like, we have to go see the spirit. This is going to be amazing. Like, it's going to blow everybody away. We go to buy the tickets, and the person taking our money at the movie theater was like, Are you sure you want to see this? Oh, that's never a good sign. <laughs> that was my first hesitation. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, wow. If they're already like, Are you sure you want to see this? Is this bad? Because this is before we had like where we could like look up movie like reviews. movie reviews yeah. like on our phones mm-hmm. or like Rotten Tomatoes was a thing but it was like who, oh, yeah. who, who cares first of all and it's like now that's all we care about um, so we go in and we start watching it and about 15 minutes into it I like turn to my friends they turn to me and it's like this sucks <laughs> like this is just terrible oh, no. and I'm like maybe it will get better <laughs> just maybe. give it a little while maybe it'll get better because they haven't touched anything that was in the graphic novel yet. Maybe I was, like, waiting for the, yeah. the plot for the graphic novel to come up, which it never did. Oh, no. And we walked out of that movie. And to this day, they'll still say to me, and it's like, hey, remember that time you made us go see that really terrible movie, The Spirit? We all, oh, wasted, no. like, we all wasted, like, $12 to go right. see this, like, Friday night, opening night. And I'm like, yeah, that's just been my one epic fail, I guess, in life with movies is, like, I was like hyping that movie like big oh, time. No. I thought it was just going to be amazing, and it just did not sit well with anyone. Oh no! But that was my experience of something that I was really excited for and did <sighs> not end now, up well. Now I'm curious. I just want to go watch. You know. Oh gosh. <laughs> Have you seen the, it? I haven't. Okay. Everyone's no. trying so hard in that movie, <laughs> and it just does not work. <laughs> it just does not work at all. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Epic fails. Yeah, yeah. That was mine. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, of course, I immediately go to food. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking about food all the time, and so <laughs> he's like a hobbit. 
Yeah. Which meal is next? Yeah. Second <laughs> breakfast. Second breakfast. Celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, downtown mm. here in Merced. Okay. But I will name this place. Okay. Because, you know, it, opposite of what you kind okay. of where you went, TJ, oh, with that, okay. you know, um, I was not expecting it to do well. And, you know, I'm probably, uh, when you've been in a place for a while and you haven't seen a lot of improvement, you know. So how long have you lived here in Merced? All right, so Merced, going on 16 years. Okay. Okay. Um, and just to give some context of understanding, before that I was in Hawaii. A lot of culture, a lot of, you know, different different types of but you people and food. But you didn't grow up in Hawaii. Didn't grow up in Hawaii. We were there for three years. Okay. And then we were in Riverside down in Southern California. And so, you know, Still right there by culture. L.A., Huntington Beach. Yeah. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Born in Long Beach. And so kind of a Southern, Southern California kid. Yep. And um, even, even in Bakersfield, where I was for a little while, through high school, there was more variety. You know, people don't think of Bakersfield as being much, but it's it's just it is a pretty cosmopolitan yeah. city. Yeah. Then he moved to Merced, and there is just there's literally nothing here. Lots of people call it Merded. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so my expectations over the last many years have been very very low. Yeah. And so we were going to a restaurant downtown, and it's just been redone. Um, part of kind of a big downtown revitalization project and they've done a really great job and so it's it, there's this movie theater um, called the Mainzer mm-hmm. and always makes me think of that Seinfeld episode yeah, the, the man's here <laughs> <laughs> it's the bro it's the bro it's the man's here <laughs> so I always think of that and so it's this movie theater has been shut down for like literally two de- two decades and um, ever since I've lived here it's always been shuttered and so they reworked it and all this stuff so great kind of cool little restaurant trendy you know that that whole thing and so I went in but my expectations were just extremely low just mainly because it's Merced yeah. you know I don't have any reason to believe that anything in Merced <laughs> It's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So I sit down and I order this this uh, this appetizer. Mm-hmm. It's Brussels sprouts of all things. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just, I'm trying to shoot myself in the foot with this one. <laughs> it was like, it's a maple glaze. You're like, I don't have very high expectations. <laughs> let me just order the stinkiest thing on yeah, your let me menu. Order. First of all, you have me at maple glazed. I'm already <laughs> intrigued. So, okay, I, I'm hooked. Let me order the the, the, the you know nastiest looking, smelling, yeah, whatever it yeah. might be in here. So maple glazed Is it bacon, bacon? Yeah. Uh, and not not infused, but it's like bacon chunks Ooh. that come with this broiled. Um, Brussels, sprouts. Brussels sprouts and so it comes out on this cast iron deal still sizzling and the bacon though it's not like you know your traditional bacon this stuff is like crazy thick okay. and it's got a big old slab of fat you almost know? like pork belly huh? yeah attached to it it's just like this and it's just it's all sizzling and and so <laughs> I took my first bite and I I literally thought there was something wrong because it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) 
and, uh, and, and all of a sudden I, I started to have to mentally rewrite my, my entire last 16 years of experience in Merced, <laughs> you know, um, it's that good. I'm not building that up, you know. If you're, if you're if you out there in podcast land are ever traveling to Merced, <laughs> of all places, um, go to the Mainzer and order the Brussels sprouts uh, with maple glaze. Incredible. Now, I have to say on that. Now Matt knows I do not like Brussels sprouts. There are very uh, few vegetables that I just I cannot eat: asparagus and Brussels sprouts. I I just I can't. I love asparagus. Asparagus is like. I've tried them so many different ways, so many different times. I have had those Brussels sprouts, and let me tell you, I could eat them. Yep. It wasn't like I'm in love with Brussels sprouts now. It was like I could eat you're, them. So what you're saying is we need to go to the Mainzer like right now and get Brussels and get Brussels sprouts with bacon and. I don't know that I would personally just order them for myself, but if someone was like, "Hey, let's get Brussels sprouts for the table," I'd be like. Great, I'll no problem. I will have a few. Okay, so I'm gonna put some more wood chips in the box. Okay. And let them smoke up, and we can keep jetting and. Okay. Back from our next smoking adventure. It was really quite an adventure. <laughs> I, I'm really picking it up. I am too. More so than the yeah, other one. It really is. Okay, so I I I feel like I need to explain for yes. the podcast yep. before before we all take a sip. Absolutely. So this is my copycat of the Charlie's smoked old fashioned. I did some research, I found some information, I found out what bourbon they use, what cherries they use, what method of smoking they used. So we did the drink rinse. Yep. Which is we made the drinks. We put them under a dome and we put the wood chips in there so that the smoke would all infuse into the drink. Mm-hmm. Which is, and I use the same, well, I mean, I don't, they're not the exact same ones that they get probably, but it's the same wood that they, they said they use the cherry, um, the cherry wood chips. You can definitely smell the cherry in it. So, this is, this is to the, the podcast, because really this podcast. is the like you know where this quest to the perfect old-fashioned came from so <laughs> tj has not tried this and matt has not tried this i am merely trying to see if it's <laughs> if it's the same hey, it smells delicious it, it smells does. fantastic yes and i do i am getting that it's like just <laughs> enough smokiness oh there's tatum tatum tatum's barking at jackson jackson's the cat jackson is the cat tatum is the dog obviously since he's barking <laughs> and Tatum's five months old. Yes. <coughs> Golden Retriever. And very fuzzy. Yeah, she's very Tatum. Sweet. Come here, buddy. Alright, so let's all let's all take a sip and have right. first remarks. Slunch everyone. Well that takes me back. Huh. I'm trying to formulate words. Okay. Is that good or to ex- I don't know, just to explain the difference. Okay, the difference between the glass rinse and the drink rinse. <coughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering TJ if it's is a like in prayer mode. He's like holding onto his chair. He's looking down at the ground. Like oh, man. I saw a Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I, to. I'm, I'm doing the same thing that Matt's doing too. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to differentiate between the two. Because there is a difference. I'm just trying well, to put into words. Yeah, there's not really. Massive, you know, so, the last one I got a lot of cinnamon. Okay. Oh, you must have had one of TJ's then, because <laughs> he's more heavy on the aromatic bitters. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't. 
Because you, you had me one of yours. Are you sure? Yeah, because the, the orange peel was in the bottom. Oh, okay. Not on the top. Oh, okay. Um, so, but but this is, and it was it was very pronounced okay. to me. Mm-hmm. This is much smoother. I just like smelling it. To be it does honest, smell to be really good. <laughs> I just like smelling the drink. You can't totally recreate an experience, right? Because that's that's the experience is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's that moment there. But the quest has been to figure out what made that old-fashioned so good. You know, so, like, I'm just going to stop talking, stop listening, and just enjoy this drink, you know, right. kind of good. <laughs> so are, are you referring to an experience that you had? Yes. So the, the experience that brought on this whole podcast, which was the, the old-fashioned at Charlie's Steakhouse in Florida, which gotcha. was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, like... You know, there's a difference, we've talked about this before, like, there's a difference between, like, a drink that's really good that you just, like, suck it down because it's so good. You're right. just like, oh, this is really good. I can just yeah. keep drinking it. And a drink that's so good that you're, like, I taking... I want to cherish. I want to cherish. Yes, right. I want to savor it. I need to, like, take the smallest sips. And as it gets, like, lower and lower, so I'm just going to I'm just gonna take smaller and smaller sips so that it doesn't go away. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so you just so. described pretty much all of my margarita <laughs> um, experiences in the sense that just suck them down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. they're, they're designed to do that, though. Yeah. It's like they're yeah. meant to be enjoyed in quantity. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Whereas these are meant to be sipped and savored, and I feel right. like that's exactly what. I have to keep putting mine down because every time I have it like in my hand, I want to like drink, drink it again. It. And stuff. Yeah. so it's like I have to keep telling myself, nope. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like we, we were talking about a few minutes ago, the scotch, mm-hmm. you know, and being a standalone um, drink. Right. And so that's how I feel about that. I just want to savor that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what do you guys think? A couple sips in. I think you've ruined me. <laughs> permanently now like i'm gonna have to go to bevmo tomorrow and like pick up more equipment now because it's like now i feel like there's no going back like it has to be smoke now like every time smoke but so what is the difference between this one this the bourbon in this and the bourbon in with our makers like what is the difference well yeah yeah i and i don't know what this one is so this Um, uh, i'll say it's it's redemption bourbon is that a is that a rye or is it a bourbon? It's a bourbon. Okay. They do make a rye. Okay. But this one is the bourbon. Okay. And that's what they used at Charlie Old, Charlie's Charlie's Old Fashioned Charlie's Steakhouse. Uh-huh. Um, and you know it's not even like a top shelfer. It's like thirty dollars. Yeah. You know, it's not even that. So when, like when I saw because when I looked it up I was like, and then I saw it at the store I was like, really? So it's yeah. like comparables oh. to the makers. So I, I'm gonna do my best to describe okay. the difference from the makers to what was this one called again? It's called Redemption. Redemption. Yes. Okay. So I'll put it in, in the context terms of I, I was sharing with TJ earlier that for years I've, I've worked with audio you know recordings mm-hmm. audio setups live mixing that kind of stuff so as I was thinking about it just a few minutes ago it's almost like there's an audio mix that you have mm-hmm. that is good. It's really good. You can pick out the instruments. Um, they're well balanced. 
it, it just it's it's a wonderful experience mm-hmm. and then you have those audio technicians that come in that are consummate pros and they just have they have a musician's touch when it comes to mixing and they take that same audio experience and create something entirely different that's symbiotic it's you can still pull parts of the instrumentation out but it's so seamlessly integrated that your audio your audio your audible experience is um, it's almost spiritual <laughs> it's otherworldly now i'm building this up too much all right. <laughs> no it's all right build well, it up <laughs> i would say that the maker's mark was that really good it uh, hit the mark yeah no it was, it was a really good experience it, it was that good sound um but man after tasting this one it's it's a little i can't pick out you know exactly each subtlety okay it's, it's just it's all like extremely well balanced and okay. mixed and it's not too sweet so there's nothing offensive in it okay there's nothing that stands out but the whole drink itself stands out and the, and the fact that the whole drink stands out is the beauty of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's great that is really good <laughs> that is a good one yeah dang <laughs> so I mean I have to confess I have I've I obviously, when I was, you know, researching this, you know, the, the old-fashioned from Charlie's Steakhouse and finding all the different components, I tried different components along the way, but not all together mm-hmm. just yet. And I, so when I bought the bourbon, I was like, I just, I just gotta see. I gotta see for myself first. I need to see if it's, if it was all in my head, you know, if mm-hmm. it was just the steak and the lights and the, you know being on vacation yeah, you know <laughs> you know when you're on vacation the calories don't count you know exactly. oh yeah <laughs> you know like that kind of thing 100 like, percent. maybe it was That's just why all I'm always the on vacation <laughs> 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 and so i was like i just gotta see and i gotta tell you that for i mean i just made it like our our really yep. you know signature way just and with the bourbon and it was like immediately i was like oh my gosh this is this is it this is why this one tastes so good what is up with this bourbon like how who like who went through this process to figure Mm -hmm. out like yeah this one i mean it's not the top shelfer but for some reason this one just works with all these flavors you know like you were saying nothing really stands out it just all goes together to make one like superb drink right at first i was like well maybe you know maybe it was the ratio and then that's kind of how this podcast came to be like how do we do these different variations to see what the perfect old fashion is? You know, maybe it's the ratios of bitters or simple syrup or whatever. Do you use a cherry? Do you don't? Do you use a lemon? Do you don't? You know? Yeah. And like once I put this bourbon in it, I was like, it's the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This bourbon is, for whatever it brings reason, brings it together. For this drink. Yeah. Just brings it. Uh, to a whole new level. I think TJ's still having a spiritual experience. I really think he is. I, he hasn't made any eye contact. He hasn't moved. He's got his, his hand over his mouth in like a philosopher's position. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like trying to trying to find the words for it and stuff because it is. It, you made it the exact same way. It tastes night and day different. different. Yeah. And this is the first time I've had it smoked since I've had it at Charlie's Steakhouse. So I've only had it 
Oh, was it was it smoked, smoked at Charlie's? Yes. TJ is no, 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 still. No, no, it's like you like I like, like I said. Spiritual realm. You ruined, like, not ruined, but you've given me this amazing gift. I'm so glad of it's this, a gift and that and it's not a curse. <laughs> no, because it's like, to me now it's like, well, well, darn, I'm never gonna be able to go back. So maybe I need to ask the most important question right now. Is this the perfect old-fashioned TJ? Of the, the, all the ones that we've made. Of all the ones that we've made, in my very limited experience with it, because I've only been having old-fashions for about a year now, this is the best one I've ever had. I don't know if it's the ambiance. I don't know if it's the... If it's the light. It's the fire. Yeah, if it's the... Yeah, if it... Well, no, I bet it's like we're outside. <laughs> the company is amazing. It's the drink. <laughs> it is. It and is we're all still just so sipping good. it and looking at it. I haven't had a sip in five minutes. I just keep smelling it. <laughs> it, like, is, it does smell amazing. That smoke, that smokiness, it does take on a different element yep. with the liquid inside the, the glass. It, I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, it, it does make the last one almost offensive. <laughs> Hey now, that's been our signature old fashion. <laughs> this is the new we one. We have to go that, back to it. No, 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 no. This no, is, this is the new one he's this, saying. This is the, I mean, I mean, moving forward, I mean, are we going to like smoke every single, like smoke every single one? Because I almost feel like this needs to be in its own separate category. Like, well, I think this is in its own separate category. So what I would say to you, TJ, is yes, go buy Redemption's Bourbon and make an old fashioned without smoking it and see if it still lives up to that feeling of like, wow, this is just a cut above because for me it does. So, I mean, like I said, I've already tried it just on its own, no smoke. And it's still just like, this is the, like, this is the, it should win every it's award. It's the bee's knees. The bee's knees. Yes. yes, TJ's raising his hand. I, I think I, I think I figured it out. Oh, he found the words. Mm-hmm. Remember last episode when I was like pitching for the rye? Yes. Because there was that added something to the rye that made it just a little bit better to me. This is what the, this is what the redemption uh, bourbon has done with that because when you take that first initial sip of it, there's that spice. Yeah. that Makers does not have. Yeah, and I think that's what it is doing it with me. So you couple that with the sweetness of the cherry, the smoke element like mm-hmm. from the cherry wood chips and then you have that initial whoom, that spice like right off the get go from it but then it mellows yeah mm-hmm. quickly quickly and everything goes away the makers does not have that the makers is just pretty sweet forward yes it's like it's caramel makers, makers is like a set of stairs <laughs> go on and this is like a slide That's a no. That's exactly right. It's like <laughs> set of stairs. Okay. <laughs> Where are you going with this, Matt? Yeah, it's like a slide. It just slides down. Mm-hmm. So have we found a new, like a new oh, thing gosh. to go forward? I mean, it I, doesn't have to be smoked. It doesn't have to be smoked. I don't know though because it's okay. like because it's like <laughs> I, I, I've never I've never You're had sweating the, more. Like, I am. <laughs> I've never had the the Charlies. I mean, I think that if you were to present the people, at, the fine people at Charlie's with this drink that you just crafted, I think they would smile and give you a thumbs up because I think it's like, <laughs> if I had this as your experience and stuff, I, I, I understand oh, like you. why you wanted to go on this journey and see if you could 
recreate this and then find a better. I almost feel like this ends our podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I, I literally just said that. I'm like, do we? Why even do we? Need need to to but we have to try the scotch. Well, and and what when you say this is not top shelf? This is on a plane completely on itself. Do you I'm think, not again compar- because of the spice mix, or I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's that. I think it's the fact that you. Sm- I think that the, fa- the fact that it's smoked, the fact that it's used with cherry, and I don't know. I almost feel like this one deserves its own spot, <laughs> not necessarily to move forward, because I think. But maybe we can start to put it on that pedestal of the like, perfect yeah. old fashion. Like yeah. Pedip- Put a pin in it. Let's let's try some others. Yeah, 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 like, and see if we can come come close to this because I've never tasted anything quite like this before, and I don't know if I ever will again. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> to me, at this point, moving forward the, with the podcast is more like oh, we just got to try everything. I've gone from this back to this, and it's still the perfect. Well, and and the thing is, what what is perfection? You know, perfection is highly subjective. And so you've got someone that that might prefer stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I, I mean, I just think I'm sitting here with, you know, with two other people. So like, if it's just me, it's my perspective, right? It's right. my opinion, my, you know, this is what I think is the perfect old fashioned. But now sitting here with two other people, right? You have to go with the law of averages. Right. Which is, I mean, two other people pretty much speechless until Matt came up with the stairs slide thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with, like, how good And that this was after the, the decent audio mix. The, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's got to count for something in the book of how to put a stamp on something that's perfect. Yeah. So, TJ, do you have a question for Matt and I? Yeah. As we're sitting here drinking, we're obviously outside. Um, is there like a genre of music that sometimes you like to put on while you're having a cocktail to kind of add to the ambiance? Like if there's like a special occasion or if it's just something that you're like, I haven't had this in a really long time. I want to set the mood and listen to some music while I enjoy this cocktail. Is there like a genre of music that both of you enjoy while you're drinking cocktail or do you just prefer to like drink in silence with your thoughts because <laughs> sometimes like people like, no because sometimes people like to do that too like you know Ozzy Osbourne just jumped into mind okay I'm kidding I'm kidding that's I can go on I, I mean I've gone in a, on a crazy train of emotions right, with this right. drink right now so I'm in a glass cage of emotion <laughs> I I would have to say that for me from a musical perspective I I very much enjoy jazz. You know, it, if it was, I, you know, I don't know. You, you know we, we were talking about the guavaritas, you know, mm-hmm. the margaritas, different things like that. And, and we talk about ambiance, and we talk about different spaces. And we were, you mentioned memos up in up in Turlock, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and of course they've got you know this kind of neo Mexicali yeah. <laughs> music going on, and uh, and it sets the tone for it. But something like this, or you know. Uh, Scotch on the Rocks or something like that. That's, I just I want to hear. I want to hear just straight up jazz, and and just chill. I enjoy that. Yeah. Like my thought behind this question was like we just recently went to an Italian restaurant, and 
at one point I heard the Godfather theme and I'm like mm. have you actually eaten in an Italian restaurant if you haven't heard the Godfather theme played at least <laughs> once during your yeah. during your meal time yes. and stuff because it came on and it automatically was like okay yeah yep. this is this is pretty awesome mm-hmm. now yeah, but that's funny because I went to a restaurant in North Lake Tahoe and I mean, like, to this day, my grandma cannot remember the name of this restaurant, and it drives me crazy, because it was this really cool, like, off-road restaurant, and you go in, and it's, it's literally, like, underground, so you go in, and the lobby is, is, you know, ground floor, and then you go down a set of stairs. That's cool. Underground. Like into this speakeasy. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, like, right there in the, for- huge portrait of the godfather nice and so then you go down into this very dimly lit family style italian restaurant and what i mean by family style is you order a soup a pasta and then and for the table and then everyone orders their entree and they literally keep bringing these like two inch thick cut slabs of bread every like 15 seconds they're like oh here's some more bread here's some more bread here's some more bread (laughs) you know and and the Godfather theme is just playing the whole time, and it's like you're like, where's my where is my food? I, I want to go live is. there. It was it was incredible, <laughs> and I mean the thing that I remember the most of it was that the waiter kept making jokes with me, and I was probably like 16 at the time, so I was kind of like just learning or understanding how to flirt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and my grandma was like, you should ask for his number. I'm like, grandma! So you figured it out, though? <laughs> what? Flirting. I mean, uh, eventually. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I'm really not sure about it. <laughs> so anyway, very, yes, Godfather theme. <laughs> I just had my last sip. Now I'm sad. I know, it's sad. So I have to say, I mean, I think a little bit like Matt, something like this I, I really do, do enjoy with some jazz music. I think one of my favorite things has been like going to I don't know what it's called now because I think it's called something else but in Turlock it used to be called the piano bar I think it is still called the piano bar and they often had live music whether it was just one person on a piano or a band but it was jazz and they had like a I don't know why this always piques my interest they had like a dress code you know yeah that's (laughs) cool um and so it just feels really like I just I feel like I'm stepping into another world Mm -hmm. and and so that that live music I think, I think really in general, live music really, um, really does the ambiance for me. Yeah. Uh, whether it's jazz or something else, just the fact that it's live, mm-hmm. um, just really opens up the atmosphere for me. Um, otherwise, I mean, I think for me, like gin and tonic, that I like by the pool with the hotel poolside mix, which is kind of like a combination of like soft rock pop alternative (laughs) you know just really really easy to listen to but fun you know not put you to sleep but not like (laughs) and then like matt was saying like there's certain places like i i think spanish guitar really gets me going sometimes just really fun and just it just makes me want like i can't i can't not move but same with like a really like with a more upbeat jazz i just i can't like not move (laughs) i know it's kind of like one can't come without the other you know, sure. kind of a thing. Like the only thing that could have made that better is was a if, nice live band. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> go get your guitar. Like, like a nice, like live band. Okay, so this is 
the famous chocolate old fashioned from our bitters episode mm. that TJ made and was I was I immediately fell in love with. I actually made him make me a second one before he left because it was at my house. So I was like, I'm not driving. Please make me another one before you leave. Another one, please. I'll have another. And I immediately made it for my friends and was like, you have to try this. And I still get, like, I, they still request it yeah. from time to time. They're like, we need the chocolate old I have not had one since that episode. Oh, really? I have not. So <sighs> I've been looking forward treat. to it. I think it's definitely going to be a treat, especially like during Christmas time. Yeah. Okay. So what we have here now is our smoked element is just the orange peels. Just so we smoked the orange. the orange peels in the smoke box. Yep. And then muddled them into our syrup and bitters. And this is also new because we've only made the or i've only made the chocolate old-fashioned with our makers but today we made it with the redemption since it was so popular yep <laughs> <laughs> so here's to dessert here's to dessert Salut. 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 thank you and we got some cookies so if you hear some munching you know yeah. that's just a thing that <laughs> don't mind us oh that is fun wow. it's not the same Wow, that the chocolate really snuck in there at the mm-hmm. yep. at the tail end. It sneaks in at the end. Wow. I'm not getting any smoke Mm-mm. at all. Yeah, me neither. So smoked elements. We need to fi- find a better way to do that. I don't know. I might be picking some up just in the air. We are sitting here. Uh, we fire. are sitting right next to the fire. Yeah. yeah. Like really, the only thing I, st- I smell when I stick my nose in there is the chocolate itself. Ooh, now try it with a cookie. Okay, so sweet. Oh wow, the chocolate even gets enhanced even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So Matt, I'm gonna gain so much weight. Gr- <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, we've grilled you. Yeah. And you've offered us some colorful analogies. Mm-hmm. Um, some for the books, I think. Yeah. That stairs the slide. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like back in my. I'm full of them. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any questions for the group? So, octopus. Octopus. Yeah. Okay. Octopi or octo? Just one. Uh, well, in plural, octopi. I don't know. Is that is that plural for octopus? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Octopi. Are they an alien species? <laughs> this is really think, a, think about it. <laughs> I have to mull they're over not, this one. They're first. not vertebrates, right? They're no. not vertebrates, and they're not necessarily invertebrates. Mm. They have a beak. Mm-hmm. Dinicle suction cups. <laughs> Ink. They're really Ink. good at. They're really good at predicting World Cup outcomes. Huh? Okay. There was that octopus named Paul that predicted like every every game of the World Cup from like 2014. How? They would stick two picture like the team like the team's pictures like up on his tank and whatever team he went to they ended up winning huh and he he ran the table with it like the team that ended up winning the world cup like that year he predicted indigenous earthly species or not i mean <laughs> with what limited <laughs> knowledge i have of biology <laughs> well let's put an octopus in space and see how it does true yeah. it looks like it could but also, I mean, not knowing where the alien species comes from, we don't know how to, you know, 
you know, how to recreate its environment, yeah. right. its planet. Mm-hmm. Other that's than the fact that we know that it live, it can live in water. But I say, is that's that pretty well in water. But right. is that its original state? I mean, because, like, Superman, on his planet, just a normal guy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. on our planet, you know, can basically fly, a.k.a. jump really high and fast. Do you know why that is, though? It's because it, on on Krypton it was a red it was a red uh, giant star, mm-hmm. so it gave off less radiation. So when he came to Earth, because we're uh, Earth's sun is in the middle of its life cycle and it gives off more radiation, but his cells were already adapted to absorb less radiation, so he absorbed more and it gave him right, superhuman and it gave him abilities. Right, more power. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I never knew that explanation. That's why he always, like, needs to recharge, like, mm-hmm. by the sun. The sun recharges him. That's why whenever he's, like, really, really down and out, he puts on, like, the all-black suit because all black absorbs sunlight. Sun. Or he just, more you know, flies up into the sky. And he looks super cool. And he well, looks yeah, super so. cool. Yeah. Now, here's something that I thought was very interesting about Superman. If he's recharged by the sun, you know, heat, mm-hmm. why is the... F- his fortress of solitude made of ice. ice. Yeah. Does it like, does it like calm him down? Does it like bring him, bring him down? It also reflects more light though. True, but so I mean, the limited light that is up there, it's reflected more. Up there, uh, his fortress of solitude is here on Earth. I thought it was at the North Pole, which up is on there. Earth. Up there, though, from <laughs> okay, okay. geographically speaking, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, is direction. Up, yes. <laughs> yes. But to come back to the octopus question mm-hmm. and comic books. So, in the comic book version of Watchmen, you read the comic book version of Watchmen? I have not. Okay. The movie changes the ending. In the original ending, they actually drop a giant squid onto the middle of New York City that is radioactive, and it's an alien life form. Ah. Huh. So. Wow. And it bands the whole world together against a common enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the comic book was written in the middle of the Cold War, and... This was during a time period where everybody thought that the world was going to end a nuclear disaster because it's like once nukes start flying, mm-hmm. everything on Earth right. is going to get wiped out. We're toast. We're toast. I think it's interesting that you pose that question, and then in that comic book, there's like, it's an alien, but it's, it's, a, it's a squid. Like yeah. it's a giant yeah. squid. Yeah. Have you ever seen a, an octopus squeeze through a little hole? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Or the way they can, like, fit in, like, these tiny little containers. Uh-huh. So, yeah, just something rolling around on my noodle. Alien. These are the yeah. kinds of philosophical things we talk about while sipping old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Those okay. blueberry cookies are, are really good. They're they really are. good. They pair really well with this, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> they pair so well. With the chocolate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm getting... Is it weird? Do you get more chocolate as, it, as the ice melts a little bit? I'm getting more and more chocolate now. Like it dilutes yeah. it a little? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So, Matt, how would you describe your your experience here tonight if someone were to say, so you did a podcast? Well, you know, at the risk of sounding <laughs> ooh-la-la. Um, <laughs> what? Hoity-toity. <laughs> this is not my first podcast. Um, but that means nothing. <laughs> I think that, well, it's nice being in my own backyard mm-hmm. um, that's fun but, but it, it's been wonderful I think just getting to know TJ and having the experience there are so many subtleties about every little thing you know all the ingredients within something like this 
that that makes it um, even if it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which we already know you have had one that was yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Even if it was bad, there's still something to take away from it. it there's something to you know, there's an experience in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad experience. It just means that you have a, a different subjective viewpoint mm-hmm. on it. So, um, you can't beat the ambiance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's, for those of you listening, it's dark now. It's We've got ambient light everywhere. Mm-hmm. And fire and tiki torches and it's cooling down mm-hmm. it's turning into a wonderful summer night mm-hmm. so it's it's been lovely and tj what do you think about the drinks that we had tonight well i mean <laughs> like i said you've you've given me this amazing gift moving forward now i feel like i need to start experimenting on that level now too with different bourbons and different ryes because i'm still going on my rye uh-huh. kick but tonight has been eye-opening <laughs> it's been a heck of a lot of fun i can't put into words i don't know it's just like like you said like the ambi like matt said the ambiance sharing this experience with both of you podcasting outside because most of the time we're in yeah. we're in a house or we're in my <laughs> office we're in my off- office at, at home where it's like eighty degrees and my dog's like just watching us the entire time <laughs> staring us staring down. at us like who are, pet me? Yeah, who are you how come you're not paying attention to me <laughs> this has been one of the most like fun experiences I've had in a really long time so thank you I just want to say that yeah well, thank you <laughs> and how about you. What are your thoughts? What are are your thoughts closing out the? You've been kind of leading us through this whole process because I feel like this is like your journey and this is like your full circle moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So, how are you feeling at this point? (laughs) I'm feeling really good. (laughs) Three three old fashions in. I'm feeling really good. (laughs) No, I mean I think it's it's definitely been a journey, like you said, and I think all of the steps leading up to it and so like finding the elements of this you know this old-fashioned and and totally enjoying all of our elements tj along the way um i mean finding the the makers and i mean knowing that i've always liked makers but really the way that we've kind of honed that to be our signature one yeah um but remembering that the podcast was about finding the perfect old-fashioned and today trying these new elements i mean i'm not gonna lie there was some stress involved (laughs) (laughs) there was some stress (laughs) we smoke it i don't know this box and these chips and they're supposed to i don't know catch on fire or make smoke or something (laughs) you you were like the epitome of like calmness through this whole thing though you You do not seem stressed at all you made it look masterful like a million times before well, I mean, I did, I did test it out. I mean, that's that's the thing you'll you'll like, learn about sit me. Sit down, bro. I, I like got to, this. Okay. I like to test things out and be like, okay, so I know I know how this goes now, so I can I can sort of recreate. But uh, I think the reaction to the redemption smoked old fashioned was like, I mean, that was 
the cherry yeah. <laughs> on top of the no, no pun intended no, no pun, pun intended, intended yeah. the cherry on at top the bottom of the, of the drink, glass at the bottom of the <laughs> yeah. glass it was i mean it was kind of enough for me to be like okay i'm not i'm not the only one who thinks this is just incredible mm. you know is just i mean what is that from friends like spit on your face kick you in the crotch fantastic (laughs) (laughs) so it was and and it's really it's it's really fun to be able to recreate that I mean I don't know that I 100% recreated what I had there but it was enough you know for you guys to really enjoy it like a notch above all of the things that we've already enjoyed and said were great and awesome you know so that's been really cool and like i said if i had ordered that and gotten that i would have been over the moon (laughs) and back so i mean even if you you're thinking right now it's like i don't know if i quite captured that same thing you captured it for me (laughs) i can't speak for matt but you captured it for me with that with that aspect so (laughs) i'll take it (laughs) yeah and you're just widening my context of understanding. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. Yes. I always think like the rarity of something is also what makes what makes it I don't know, more special, I yeah. guess. I don't know if that knowledge adds to the flavor <laughs> or if it really just is, you know, just the that flavor of that bourbon mixed with those bitters just happens to be what did you say? The bee's knees. The bee's, the bee's knees. knees. <laughs> Which is an also fun Prohibition era drink. What is it? The bee's, the bee's knees. knees. It's a uh, honey, uh, lemon juice, and gin. That sounds delightful. It is. We <laughs> <laughs> might have to try that. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome experience. So, yes. as always, yes. Comment, like our post on Instagram. Call me old fashioned twenty twenty one. So our next episode yes. is going to be our scotch episode, we're gonna correct? Start, we're going to start making old fashions, old fashions with, scotch. with scotch. Thank you, Matt, for joining us today and yes. giving us some very colorful analogies. And, <laughs> and, and access to your amazing backyard yes. and hosting us tonight. Thank well, you very much. Well, thank awesome. you, guys. It thank was you. fun. Yeah, the yeah. hospitality was amazing, so thank you very much. It's like Clint Eastwood said. Man's got to know his limitations. Yeah. I'm calling it three drinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that yeah. note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign us off with a toast. All right. The past is history, the future is a mystery, but today is a gift because it's the present. Nice. Here, here.